Are you hungry but only have 30 minutes to meal prep? Then download my new e-cookbook, What's a Meal Prep, at SuccessFitnessStore.com. You will get three step-by-step written and visual recipes for one high-protein meal that's under 600 calories. I'll help you cook fresh salmon, steamed fresh broccoli, and quinoa in under 30 minutes to help you stay on track of your fitness goals. So go to SuccessFitnessStore.com to download your copy today. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping improve our relationship with nutrition and exercise to achieve success in our fitness journey. And today's special guest, Sharday Baskin, will help us do just that by sharing their story of how they overcame poor eating habits and with the help of her sister and kickboxing community, her kickboxing community, how it helped her to lose 100 pounds. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Sharday Baskin to the podcast. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. So where are you from? And is that where you currently are? And how's the weather done? Yeah, so I am originally from Detroit, Michigan, born mm-hmm. and raised, 313. Um, but I have been in Philadelphia for the last four years. Um, it was four years this March. So we're over four years now. Um, the weather here is great. It's hot and humid. Um, I got you. I'm inside, so I feel good, but it's probably like about 90 degrees today. I got you. I got you. What made you uh, move that, that transition? So the Cliff Notes version of that story is I had reached a point in Michigan where I just didn't feel like I was growing anymore. I felt stagnant. And um, a friend of mine, one of my really good friends had moved here like seven years prior. So of course I'd come to visit her a bunch of times and I loved Philly. 2017 was the summer I also came for her birthday. I had like the most amazing time. And we had joked like, oh, I should just move to Philly. And I just joking. Fast forward to my life falling apart at the end of 2017. 2018 came for the first time I did a vision board, right? I was totally against that before. Like these weirdos with these vision boards, but that stuff works. So I wrote down what I wanted my life to look like. And that is the first time I really... So January 2018 was the first time I ever wrote down, I want to lose weight. Like, I want to be healthy. So I knew just my lifestyle in Michigan really wouldn't accommodate that. Just not even from the weight loss aspect, just the woman I wanted to be in general. And so I just made a plan to move uh, that July. I said, I'm going to save up for seven months. But God had another plan for me because I got a job offer in March of 2018. And I bought my one-way ticket. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So awesome. 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 Now you mentioned about writing down that vision board about you know wanting to lose weight. So what or how did you come to that conclusion of hey, there's something going on to where I'm not personally happy about about what I see on the scale. Tell me a backstory about at least how you got to that point to where I need to lose weight. So right before that point. So what led you to that? So I have been trying to diet and lose weight probably since I was about nine years old. I'm 36 now. Um, And so in 2018, I was 30. Uh, Yeah, no, 31. So at that point, I had been trying, you know, I did every diet you can think of, Whole30. I had done Weight Watchers a few times. Um, I did the, you know, the Slim Fast diet. You name it, I had, I had tried it. Nothing worked. I would lose 10 pounds here, 20 pounds there, gain it back plus some. And 
you know, um, I had got to a point where I got put on blood pressure medication. Um, they were telling me I was pre-diabetic. None of my clothes fit. I was up to like a size 24, 26 at this time. Um, and getting on the airplane, I had to ask for a seatbelt extension. So those kind of things started happening. I, my mobility started to decrease and, um, I just was like, I, I got to make this happen. Like, and I want to, I want to do it before I'm 40. Right. How did, uh, being on blood pressure medicine, how did that make you feel? Um, kind of like I was walking in the footsteps of my, my parents, my grandparents, gotcha. um, mm-hmm. that I thought that I was doing the right things and I wasn't, I mean, I knew I wasn't. At the I gotcha. I gotcha. You, know you just feel like, no, not me. It's fine. Yeah. Not me. Of course not. No, yeah. that's them. So I'm still on, Never me. I'm still on yeah. blood pressure medication now, but it's much more controlled and I'm on a I gotcha. now, but, um, I gotcha. it just made me, you know, it made me feel like, dang, you know, I'm, I'm a statistic. I'm about to be a statistic if I don't get it together. I gotcha. I got you. And the reason why I asked that is because I remember being on blood pressure medicine uh, probably about probably 20, 2007, 2008-ish, somewhere, somewhere around there. And at least at that time, I just felt so lightheaded, you okay. know, with the prescription that, you know, I was given and just, I felt like I was more hungry, you know, I, sometimes, you know, and I'm like, you know, you're telling me, okay, you don't, don't eat so much or whatever. And it's like, but this is making, or this is feeling, and it's all just an experiment. But just, you know, with all that being said, like you said, it's, you know, you, of course not me, you know, that's, you know, my family members or somebody else other than me, I'm young, this can, this can never happen. So once that kind of thought process through your head, where did you go from there in regards to your weight loss journey? So from there, um, I still wasn't ready to make the change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a social worker by degree, but I work in real estate now. So I still haven't forgotten a lot of the things about the change process. So I stayed in the contemplation part of change for a long time, you know, and I wasn't really committed to it. I was looking for a quick fix. I wanted to get the weight off fast. Um, I had contemplated weight loss surgery for a while, but, um, you know, I, I just didn't think that was the right, <clears throat> excuse me, the right choice for me. And so I was always trying to do a gimmick, you know, and I didn't really make a change. The, 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 the pivotal point for me was, let me back up. So my sister in 20, the end of 2020, she wanted to, um, lose a certain amount of weight before her 30th birthday okay? okay and is it your sister is she older than you or are you younger than my sister is younger okay she's five years younger than me okay um, excuse me just one second sorry yeah same thing over here yeah. <laughs> try to she's- keep it on deck it's a listen sometimes getting that water in I won't say it's a struggle but it's a struggle just some days mm-hmm. some days it tastes different you know you didn't cool it down enough at least far as me I have to have my well, I prefer my water ice cold. And yeah. um, lately I've been going to the store. Usually I get a six pack of uh, gallon water. So six gallons of water that lasts me throughout the week. Been there three times this week. They don't have it. So I'm all thrown off. I'm all thrown off. But go back to the store you're talking about. Yeah. Your sister. So she's five years younger and she had gotten up to the highest weight she had ever been. At this point, I think I was like 373, 80. Um, and she was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be over 300 pounds, but my 30th birthday. 
I was like, okay, sissy, we're going to do it together. Now, at this point, she is still in, she's in Michigan. I'm in Philly, but we kind of started our own like support group. So every Sunday, me, her, and our mom would get on the phone and talk about what we did during the week as far as eating and activity, what went well, what we could have done better, and how we plan to be better the next week. So we did that for a few months. My sister, every week, was like, I'm on it, and she was losing weight. Me and my mom, oh, I messed up this week. Oh, you know, I did this, and and we weren't losing any weight. So again, this is the tail end of 2020. So now we're in the, the top part of 2021. COVID right. is well, already in full effect, whatever, right? All right. My birthday's in April, and I had a cousin that lived in Miami. So I said, okay, for my, my 35th birthday, I went to Miami. And though I had used the seatbelt extension many times before, this time, for whatever reason, was different. I felt a I lot gotcha. of came around that this time, right? So yeah. when I went to Miami, whatever, cool, I'm off the plane. That's an hour or two hours, whatever. So mm-hmm. get there with my cousins, and we're taking pictures. And I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like, y'all not getting my best angle. Like, this is not, this is not what I look like. And right. so they're not saying nothing, but I'm just every pic, and I'm a picture person. I love taking pictures. I got you, I got you. in the moment. And uh-huh. every picture, I hated. I was like, that's what I look like? Yeah. Oh, now this trip was supposed to be part Miami and part Puerto Rico. I got you. I canceled the second part of it. I said, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm going back to Philly. I came back to Philly for the last part of the trip because I was just so disgusted and just, I was tired. All the walking we had to do, I was just exhausted. And I'm like, I don't feel 35. I feel 65, you know, and there's some people that 65 that are in great shape. But in my mind, I'm like, I shouldn't be feeling this. Tired. Right, 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 right. The last part, and I said, you got to make a change. Now, my sister's 30th birthday was coming up in August. I got gotcha. you. And I said, I don't even have a weight loss plan by August, but I want to lose something before. And we had decided to go to Puerto Rico as well. I was going to mm-hmm. be the test, the test on me to go right. in April and let them know how it was going to be in August. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I came back to Philly. Now, in the pandemic, I was trying to get some walking in. So I would walk my neighborhood and pass this kickboxing gym all the time. And I would just look at it and be like, oh, I wonder what that's like. So this time I said, okay, let me look them up. They had a free trial class. I said, okay, just, just see how you like it. You, you're not paying the money, just see if you like it. I went to that trial class and I never left. Awesome. I awesome. That much. The coaches are phenomenal there at Fight Fit, Fight Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, they were so supportive. And then they let me know, hey, we also have a nutritionist on staff because it sounds like wow, okay. I was like, sign me up. I want it all. Okay. And I made it, and that was kind of to answer it your question like that was what did it It was that trip to miami you know my sister kind of lit the fire a little bit i got you still wasn't committed and so when i got back i just did a lot of self-reflection i just was like i gotta get real about what i need to do like and i stepped on the scale and i was 385 i'm sure mm-hmm. at some point i'm i'm confident i was 400 pounds i got you i got you oh so and how tall are you now i'm five seven okay so five seven with your highest weight was you said close to you you're thinking in your head it was 400 40 weight was 385 wow okay Okay. so right now i'm this morning i'm 284.2 so i gotcha i gotcha i gotcha so when you mentioned about like the pictures um you know what was it like what was that feeling like looking at those pictures you know were you were you loathing were you disappointed were you like oh it's not that bad or was it just like no, um, like just I, nothing just looked right for you 
nothing looked right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, none of my clothes seemed to lay right on my body. Um, one thing that people have always praised me for, and I've, I like it, and then I hate it sometimes. They've always told me my whole life, I've always been a bigger person, you know. Oh, you're so confident. Like, you got such confidence for a big girl, you know. And again, I know they're coming from a good place when they say those things, but whatever. So for the first time, I was not confident and I didn't like that. For the first time, I didn't want to take a picture, didn't want to post a picture. I did like I, my face was just I didn't even recognize my face. It just looked so swollen. You know, it was so much fat under here. And I just didn't look I didn't look healthy. I looked older. I look much younger now than I did five years ago. I just looked at a picture today. I got you. Five years ago, I looked older than I do right now. Wow. So it was just a a lot of things. It was that it was feeling tired, looking Mm -hmm. tired, looking older, and just not enjoying the person that I saw in the mirror. And I know that there's a lot of, um, in in the body positivity community, because I struggle with that too. I struggle with, you know, it's not necessarily about me wanting to look thin, but I also don't want to apologize for loving the way that I look now versus how I looked then. I, you know, I struggle with that too, because I'm not saying I hated my body or I hated myself, but I didn't like it either. So it's like, you know. With that being said, that's interesting to bring that up, is do you feel it's, you just mentioned it. So do you feel it's okay to want better like now that you've actually done better and gotten better from your standards, not so much society, but from your standards, your personal goals, do you, do you feel like now it's okay to look back at it and say, Hey, you know what? I did want better at that time. Therefore I am here now. Cause you mentioned about the body, body positivity community. And I get that. And listening to what you just said makes me, makes me think about, how many people like resonate with you with the thought of, am I wrong? Is something wrong with me because I want it better for myself at that time? Yeah. Um, now, yes, definitely looking back, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't have any regrets. In the beginning of the weight loss journey, I felt like I was betraying myself. Excuse me. I felt like I was betraying the big girl version of me or I was, I was turning my back on the big girls. But at the same time, it's like, this is for your health. You know, and I know that there's there's an argument or there is argument that, you know, just because you are big does not mean you're unhealthy. Cool. I can rock with that. But for me, the way my back and knees and ankles and his blood pressure and they telling me, I, you know, the blood work don't lie. You telling me I'm pre-diabetic. My glucose levels is crazy. My cholesterol is out of, you know, out of whack. I'm not healthy at this size. And that is so important to hear. I'm just taking all that in because we do live in this super hyper visual world um right now to where it's okay what you see is kind of like what you get and don't question it at all and not every single question is coming from a place of malice sometimes it's coming from a place of maybe relatability kind of like what i asked you about the blood pressure because i can relate to it you know um and once you think about that, it's like, okay, there there are more things going on than what anybody sees just on the surface. So you mentioned about, oh, being a, um, being a or the big girl with confidence. And it's, what does confidence have to do? And I could be wrong for you asking it from this angle. 
but correct me if I'm wrong, what does confidence have to really do with if I'm healthy or not? Like from the inside, like you said, it's, I'm seeing these reports that these doctors are giving me, you know, and it's not looking good for me, right. you know? So that is a lot to, I would say, as far as deal with that, but I just don't know how, like you said, like that community or outside communities really, really know how important that is to understand what's going on versus looking at, you know, the outside, Hey, I'm beautiful. Listen, I understand, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but if the doctor noticing something different, your insides are not so pretty, you know, you know, these readings are kind of ugly. Then what steps do you take for yourself to go forward? And like you said, without having to feel like you, you've betrayed a version of yourself. Right. I got you. And so you mentioned about the kickboxing class. Now, mm-hmm. what was like your first, your first workout? How was that going in? The first workout, it was brutal. So there's a five minute warm up, And I thought that the five minutes was like 20 minutes. So they're like, oh, that's just the warm up. I'm like, that's just the warm up. <laughs> like, yeah, what? the warm ups so, are always like that. It's oh, like, man. oh my goodness. <laughs> so a 45 minute class. Um, the first half, we hit the heavy bag. The coaches uh, throw out different combinations that we hit kick. Um, and it's more of, it's like a mix between like kickboxing, Muay Thai, uh, Muay Thai style. And then the second half of the class, we use um, either uh, kettlebells or dumbbells or we'll use our body weight. So like on leg day, we don't use any, my, my coach calls them toys. That, that, those are the hardest days. But that first day, that first week was, it was awful. It was hard. But at that point, I had really gotten to the point in the in the, that beginning stages of the journey where it was like, I had to talk myself every day, like, it's going to get better. It's hard right now. It's not going to be hard. For and is that what you did to just keep going back for the same torture? Every, you, you motivated yourself. No, like, you, like seriously, like, you have to have those conversations with yourself. Yeah. It's not going to be nobody else. It's not going to be a meme on social media. It's like, you have to look yourself in the mirror. That's right. And just really speak it to yourself. Like, the okay, it's another day. The internal dialogue um, that has grown over this past year and a half with me in this journey is, I don't even have another word besides just crazy. I mean, it, but it's helpful. So I live about three blocks from the gym. And when I was still in that 370, 380, just walking those three blocks to the gym, I would be so tired. And I would have to tell myself, even then, just walking, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And so I told myself, for the first three three months, first 90 days, you have to go to the gym at least three days a week. I said, I got to try this a, diff- a different approach. We're going to take this slow because in the past, it was always, I'm, I'm hitting the ground running. I'm going to the gym five, six days a week. I'm going to work out for an hour every day, you know, and it just, no, you're right. It just never works. So I said, okay, they, people all over the weight loss community will tell you like, start slow. You build up to that. And right. I said, I'm going to listen this time. So right, 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 right. My first thing was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If I missed one of those days, that meant I had to go on either Tuesday or Thursday or go. Gosh, you got you. You held yourself accountable. I held myself accountable. And because I hate, now I don't hate working out on Saturday. I kind of enjoy it. But before yeah. I did it good enough on Saturday, that was my day. <laughs> You're right. Your day to sleep, to chill. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So I 
for the most part, I made it the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and for 90 days, I did not miss. I did not miss. So after that, I said, okay, let's add a day. So then I went to four days a week. And then I did that for a couple of months. And then I, I realized, okay, I'm not sore after I box no more. I feel good. Like I, I looked forward to it. I realized I was sleeping better. Right. Um, I mean, before I would wake up multiple times at the night, tossing and turning. But after you work your body out like that, you sleep like a baby. And I right. have gotten kind of dependent on that. If I miss too many days in a row, I do not sleep well. Right. You start to, to feel it, you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like your whole, yeah. your body so chemistry point, is off. Uh -huh. Exactly. Exactly. At one point I was going to the gym six days a week. I was going kickboxing, but it is very strenuous on your body. And I wasn't, I've learned that. You got to build a, like, you can still do a workout, but it needs to be more of a recovery workout. So I don't do six days anymore. I do about four to five at this point. Um, I want to get back up to six every now and again, but um, this is bad. But I, I be ignoring my body sometimes. Like, if you tell I got me, you. you. I got you. Out. But I mean, no. but I love it. I love it so much. I totally so, get it. I totally get it. I'm giving it a break for the, for the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Resting is is so important. Um, I hadn't been feeling good for the past couple of weeks and not being able to work out the way I wanted to, intensity and everything like that. So I've been feeling better like the past, like I would say like 10 days, right? And all those 10 days just been going like full bore working out into a okay. point to where like yesterday, I had to take a day off and it kind of bothered me because I'm like, I got a plan in my head. I have a new goal. And that's important too, just to always kind of have new goals. And I'm like, okay, if I rest today, then that's going to put me one day behind. But in all actuality, if you really want to get down to the science of it, my rest day helps out a lot more than mm -hmm. keep constantly just pounding and yeah. pounding your, your, your body down because that's an obstacle in itself. You mentioned not missing 90 days and then you just went right on to something else. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So you went from not working out to 90 days straight. How did that feel just from an accomplishment standpoint of completing 90 days of working out? How, just, just how was that? Cause that's amazing in itself. Yeah. Um, it made me feel like okay, you, you can do this. You actually committed to something and you did it. And I think in those first three months, I lost like maybe 20 to 25 pounds that first three months. And so now I'm seeing the scale move. I'm committed to this. I enjoy it. Um, I just felt so proud. I was just like, dang, I actually did it. Because for a while before I actually started this, I had kind of started to tell myself that I'm just going to be big forever. This is just my lot in life. Some people just big. That's just what it is. I like eating. I love eating. And that was like the, the problem too, that I'm still, you know, trying to overcome is that love of food. Like I really do love food. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. And yeah, but it was, it's killing me. You know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's kind of like, you and the angle I'm coming from when it's nothing wrong with far as loving food because it is our source of of energy yeah. but it depends on what type of food right. you know and it's always interesting to watch different cuisines being made and okay I can substitute this for that to make it more of a of a healthier option yeah. but like you're talking about this these are our habits that I have to 
get better at understanding myself a little bit better on, you know, whether it's your triggers or not even allowing yourself to bring certain things in the house, which I'm still working on right now. Um, but just with that being said about poor habits, you mentioned that was one of your biggest obstacles to overcome. What were some of those habits and where do you figure, well, where do you believe those, those started from and how did you get over that? Yeah, so a lot of um, what I discovered last year was um, childhood trauma. So, you know, not to get too deep into that, but my paternal grandmother um, was not a very nice woman and she watched us a lot. And the only happy memories that I have with her were around eating, you know, and she was one of those grandparents who you had to finish your plate no matter how much you said you were full. So, Nope, you got to finish it. But at the same time, it's like you're making a seven, you're making a seven year old a plate this, this, with the portions that you would give a grown man. No. And so I learned to, that was how I got praise from her. Oh, you finished your food. So I dialed back that memory, like, when did this start? And I got that from watching my 600 pound. Like, they always talk about how it started. And I'm like, I never actually thought about it. So I thought about it. I'm like, it probably started back then. And then I was also just given free reign to do whatever I wanted. Right, right, right. Store, buy as many chips as I wanted, eat as many portions. Nobody I ever got you. Nobody. I got you. And so it was that. Um, and then again, I'm in Philly. I don't have any family here. I'm out here on my own. I do have friends and everything, but they have into their own things and have their own I lives. I got you. I got you. So, um, you know, I'm alone a lot. And so I realized I was eating food for comfort. You know, I would do well before the even during the journey sometimes I'm not gonna lie like I would do well all week hit my three days but come Saturday oh that's my day I'm, I'm about to binge right 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 so right I have to reward myself now yeah. <laughs> that's how it works out that's how it reward works yourself out food. and then here then comes the guilt the shame the dang I messed up yes yeah, that crazy now, cycle yeah. all over, it's a cycle and, all over, over. and over again yeah and so just recently, again, it's something that I'm constantly having to work on. I'm getting better, getting stronger, but it is a, it's a battle every day. I realized, damn, you're going through the, the stages of grief and loss. This is, what, this is what's happening in your brain because I was in denial for a long time about what I needed to do, how I needed to eat, how I needed to be, to be a healthier version of me. I was angry about it. How dare you tell me, you know, I used to be mad at my nutritionist. How you gonna tell me I can't eat that? How you gonna tell me I, I shouldn't have that? Like, no, I mean, I didn't work out all week. Are you, I can't right, have, right. It's uh-huh. like, you know, you get so deeply involved with that love yeah. for food that you don't want to hear anything, even if it's from a professional who <laughs> knows the X and O's behind everything. And that, once you take a step back to look at it, you're like, man, this, yeah. this stuff has a hold on me or I have a hold on it. You know, that 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 thought process or that or that love for it. Yeah. This revelation though about the five stages of grief and loss came about two weeks ago. Not even two weeks ago. My mom, I was talking to her, venting to her, like I'm just tired of this. Like I know I'm not gonna give up. I've come too far to just throw in the towel, but I'm getting I feel like I put in so much hard work over this year. Why is this weight not coming off faster? And so she's like, Well, you know, it sounds like you've kind of reached acceptance around it. And I was like, acceptance the fifth stage I said no I haven't reached acceptance that's the problem I said I'm very much still angry about it I'm very much still depressed about it you know I said I have not reached acceptance but at least now it's like okay I know what's going on so I can kind of 
not let my brain take control and like I, I'm in control. And so what also was a trigger for me with that was a friend of mine from Detroit came to visit. And again, I live alone and I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people. And so she came, we had an amazing weekend and then she had to, of course, go back home. And I was so sad that she left. And it's almost like as soon as she walked out the door, I was like, I want some chips, I want some cookies. And I was like, no, we, we doing this, this, this thing the right way. We're not going to do that. We've been good all weekend, but it was like something nagging the back of my head constantly. No, you just need some chips. And I realized it's because you said you don't want to feel the sadness, the loneliness, you know, you've been on such a high for like three days with your friend. Now you don't feel that no more. And food is the only thing that you know to bring that happy feeling back. I'm proud that I didn't give into that, but that was a rough, I had a terrible Saturday and Sunday. I like, it was bad. And then even going to work Monday, I, I was just pissed at everybody. I'm like, you. Yeah, cause you got. Uh, but it's um, like the withdrawal. Like, yeah, like, yeah, cause you have that craving and it's yeah. like, you're denying yourself of it. And it's like, I'm grown. How dare I deny myself anything of what yeah. I want? How dare I deny myself access to this or access yep. to that? And it's not like, oh, okay, it's only a couple hundred calories. So like, it's nothing now, now that you know you can get through a 45-minute workout without anything. It's like, okay, yeah, I suffer a little bit later. Okay, whatever. But these chips, they it's going down right now. But you have to get to a point, like you said, where it's like, okay, yeah, I don't want to face the, not so much face, I don't want to feel that guilt afterwards because now it's like it's like a double punch you feel the guilt and now you have the extra calories uh that your body's trying to process and you know we're getting older and you're like okay this may pop up on my love handles or this may you know this may be a little bit of extra back fat or whatever who knows where it's going to pop up now you know and when you process all of that that is when you say, okay, I have control. So either I'm going to eat these chips or, you know what, I'm either going to go to sleep or I'm going to find an alternative. Maybe I should need to eat some fruit, you know, for the night or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So when, when that happened, how did you, how did you deal with that from the standpoint of you, when you made your decision, when you did not give into it, what was oh. the decision you ended up making? So it's a couple things there. Um, I went to sleep. Now you mentioned that I was like, just go to bed, just go to bed. And I went to sleep. But the other part of it is that, so I still had to get through that Sunday. So Sunday rolled around and, um, I found that journaling has become, um, something that is helpful. So I journaled that next day, just about all my feelings around it, just being, you know, I can be as honest as I want with my journal you know, just feeling like I was in jail. I'm like, I feel like I'm in prison. I feel like this is unfair. I feel like, why do I get to see all these other people who have lost weight and they're like, oh, I, I eat whatever I want, you know? Why can't I just be at that point now, you know? So it's kind of like understanding that it takes patience, you know, just like with the lock journey, like I, I've learned patience with that. Like it's a, it's another level of patience with this weight loss and this health journey you know, and just wellness overall. And so the other part is just having a support system. So I, I got to go back to my nutritionist and my, my kickboxing coach. So I won the boot camp that they did in January. I lost 37 pounds during that first boot camp. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So 
I won, I killed it. And after that, I just, my progress slowed. I just didn't. So I've been at like minus a hundred pounds, like for a while. I have not really moved from there. And it's because what I thought, let me back up. So when my nutritionist made my meal plans and my macros and stuff last year, I was able to eat a lot more because I was a lot heavier. So you talking 1600, 1800 calories, right? And it was some days where I'm like, this is a lot of food. I'm not going to finish this. Right. And the weight was falling off. I was right, 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 right. So now you a hundred pounds down. Now we at 1200 calories. Mm-hmm. And even back then with the 16, 1800 calories, I still was having my cheat days with the weight. Right. It was still falling. Right. Right. But now my body has gotten used to this regimen. Now the macros have come down and I still think oh, I could cheat here and there. My body like, nah, you, you can't really. Right. 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 But what my coach did, you know, he gave me a little tough love. He was just like, look, so, so all this posting you doing on social media, what you, you lying, you, you really not committed then you, you sitting up here posting these side by sides, but you ain't really doing nothing. So he really got on me and he was like, look, for 30, give me 30 days. You give me 30 days and I want you to journal everything you eat. I want to see it. So I knew even fast forward, I mean, rewind back to last weekend when my friend left, even though I wanted so bad to just go down to the vending machine and get some chips or order something from GoPuff. I was like, I gotta, I gotta weigh in on Monday. I gotta, I gotta, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint myself, but I didn't want to disappoint my coach either because he is really invested in this journey. Right. Right. And so we also got a bet going that I got to get down to 275 by uh, Labor Day. And then he gonna do a cheat day with me. I got you. Buy everything. So I'm like working toward that. So it was, it was the journaling. It was just going to sleep. It was just fighting the urge, the temptation and understanding like you're not going to die from having a craving. You don't have to give into it. No matter how much you feel like I need this, I need this. Like you don't need it. Just, it's fine. Just, it'll pass. You just got to sit with the feelings and also having somebody to support you and hold you accountable to. So it was a combination of those things that just helped me be like, you know what? Cool. So now today I feel good. I feel really in control. I went out with a friend the other day for dinner and Right, but right. Time, a long time, I felt like I can make good choices, even though I'm out and I don't. Good. Feel, yeah, I don't feel so good. burdened by it. Right, like, right. Do you think, since uh, the talk with your coach, you now have a another goal? Because maybe your first goal was to lose the 100 pounds, and then you know, I'm just assuming. That was it. But now it's like, okay, you reached that goal. And it's like, okay, like now what? Did you have that feeling when you lost that initial hundred pounds? Like now what? And then it's like, okay, you kind of, I won't, I don't want to say complacent, but I say complacent for time's sake. And, but now your coach is kind of like giving you another goal to shoot for. And you're like, okay, I can go for that. So yeah. now you're challenging yourself. And like you said, he's, or they are going to uh, hold you accountable and like you said, you don't want to let somebody else down, let alone yourself. So, no, when I reached 100 pounds, <clears throat> that wasn't it. My goal has always been to lose. Well, my I just want to be under 200 pounds, right? And I might not make that. That was like at first what it was. Now I am a lot more focused on um, not being on these blood pressure pills, right? That is like, the, that's the next health goal. But weight-wise, you know, if I'm like, 210 and that's just like where my body gonna be I'm cool with that right so he knew they know both he and my my nutritionist um she knows too like 
I don't want to still be 285. Like that's still, that's kind of up there still. I want to be lower. So they knew that that wasn't it. And you know, you were right. You used the right word. I was complacent. I had, I felt like, you know, yeah, okay, cool. I lost it. And I was, again, I was cheating the whole time last year. So I felt like, why should I have to make any additional effort? Right. I've already lost the weight, you know, like that's it. That's, so that's, that's just plain and simple. That's it. Like yeah. the weight is off. So right. why do I have to keep denying myself that's right. my, my cheat meals or, you know, right. your indulgent foods, let's put it like that. Right. My right. indulgent foods. Why do I got to do that? I already exactly. lost the weight. You know, it's never so, coming back. You know, it's, the weight is never coming back. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so, my nutritionist put it in, into a different light for me. Um, she's like, you, you're not going to have to do this forever. She was like, you just got to do this right now while you're trying to lose the weight. She said, if you are comfortable where you are, I will tell you what you can do for maintenance and you can eat how you want to eat. But if you really still trying to lose weight, then you got to eat like this. She said, but once you get down to X amount of pounds, yo, your calorie allotment for the day goes way up. You just got to get there. So that was kind of like, okay, well, how fast can I get there now? And again, I'm like, no, don't do that because it ain't about going fast. You got to do it right. So the next motivator for me, there's another level in kickboxing called next level, where you actually get to spar against other people, right? And so I really want to be a part of that, right? I just want to, I want to do that. That's the next level in my fitness. You want to knock somebody out? No, no. <laughs> but you want, you want to, it, you want to look at that person and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm you are, you are, you are the feeling time. that I can't, you are the feeling that I have when I want some chips but can't have it so I might go ahead and knock you out is that, yeah. is that how you want to do <laughs> oh in order to do that in order to graduate to the next level my coach told me I can't put you in it until you are about 250 wow he said, okay really, he said your endurance is, has really picked up you're doing an amazing job but that le- that level you're not ready for that he said wow. you not make it through the warm-up he was like it's you think your first day in this intro class he was like, I just, I really can't even do it. I would just, it was suck to watch you really go through that. <laughs> that I got pain. you. I got you. So that's the next motivator. So what yeah. I got like another 30-ish pounds. Yeah. yeah. So my goal is to be there by like December. And I feel Good. like that's a sustainable goal. That's not yeah. like. Yeah. And I like, hope you get there because you, you, you're finding more and more challenges and accepting them and, you know, doing everything that you can to you know, execute to get there. And that's important too, you know, and it's going back to the cycle, as you said, you know, earlier during your first 90 days of not missing any workouts, it's keep motivating yourself. Like, okay, I got to do it. Cause I got to go. I got to do it. I got to go. Yes, it hurts. Okay. Let me get some ice. Got, let me soak Epsom salt bath, whatever the case may be. Let me make sure I eat right. You know, all the things that, you know, that keeps your body you're like a well-oiled machine and just that discipline alone, which I believe that, you know, by the time December come and you'll, you'll get there, you'll, you'll get, you'll get to that goal. What major life lesson did you learn after reaching your, your weight loss? I would say goal at the time you mentioned that uh, you still have more to go, but what are, what are the major, you know, life lessons that you learned about yourself? Man. Um, that's a good question. There's so many of them. There's so many like little nuggets that I have picked up. I think the biggest one is that 
I'm stronger than I really gave myself credit for, than I ever gave myself credit for. Um, I think that for a long time, I thought that I wasn't losing weight because I wasn't disciplined. But the fact that those first 90 days, you know, I did not miss a beat. And even though I still on the weekend would do my binging sometimes, I never missed that gym. So it was like, no, you got the discipline. You got the discipline. Um, I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that I have the ability to be introspective and kind of turn that, that lens inward and kind of just really, as they say, do the shadow work, do the hard work about that childhood trauma and trying to heal that inner, inner child that feels like they need that food. And so, um, what I often say is I have to remind little Charday, six, seven year old Charday, like, you know, I make the rules now. We don't, we're not answering to nobody else. I make the rules now and I say, we got to eat like this right now. This is what we need to do to be better, right? So no, you don't have to finish your plate. You full, put it, it's not, it's fine. Just put it to the side. You can save it for later. You don't have to eat it. So it's those things like that and just really, um, just really just just going within and also gotcha. being transparent too mm-hmm. you know not being honest about my failures and how I learned from them you know not trying not trying to like sugarcoat any part of it right but yeah I don't know I, I don't I don't want to say there's like just one big it's just been all these little things right several things you picked up all about yourself along the way and I totally get it I totally get it you know during this you know your journey there's always more to learn you know like the older folks would tell us when we were younger just keep living and because some 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 things you just can't really explain you just have to go through them only you can understand it and you know it's your your interpretation of of life and accomplishments after you struggle with something for, you know, a substantial amount of time in your life. But at the end of the day, it's like, I did it. I accomplished it. You know, even if, you know, you went on the deep end and you, to your indulgent foods, it's okay. I did it. I accepted it. Let me fix it. Let me move on. Let me try to do better. And even if you don't do better the next time, you understand that I don't have to beat myself up and degrade my own self and your own thoughts. Because a lot of times it's us. It's us, like you talked about, being introspective and being so down on us and almost cursing ourselves out. You know, you're not this or you're not that. You're silly for eating that or blah, blah, blah. You end up bringing that energy towards you. And then other people treat you like that. And then you get into the cycle of, why are they treating me like that? Everybody treating me so mean. It's just crazy. So it starts with you. Yep. So it's, it starts with you. So, well, I'm glad that you've come to that conclusion of just, you know, just learning. Like you said, it's like, okay, I'm full. Yeah. I don't have to be measured if I finish my plate or not. I'm grown. Yeah. I'm done with that. You know, I can put that in the refrigerator, throw it out because I can get some more or whatever. You know what? I, I just thought of this as you were saying that. Um, I, okay, this was a big one for me. So a few weeks ago, I went to a friend's birthday party and, um, they, she had an open bar, lots of treats and everything. And somebody at the, at the party, they were like, oh, why, why you don't have a drink? And I said, oh, I'm not drinking today. And they were like, you pregnant? I was like, no, I'm just not drinking. 
you know, but I realized that, so big lesson, right? I realized that, dang, when you're not doing what the crowd is doing, they're trying to figure out why you're being a weirdo. Like, you know, it's, what if I was struggling with sobriety, right? Like why you should, that's number one. The other thing was too, I found that more than one person was like, oh, come on, you can just have a chance day just like it's, it's, it's for the yeah, party what is that like, pressure about what is, i don't know what, what is that and, and especially after it, they know your journey and they actually see they it. know they yeah see and so i know it doesn't come from a place of malice but that was a big lesson that weekend where it was like okay for the first time i didn't give in to that usually because i oh, i don't want to make them feel bad you make it right 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 i was exactly. like no i said no I, I, I can't have a cheat day today i, I got a mission i'm on a i gotta i gotta do this so no i'm not gonna do that today maybe next time you know, right. so that was a big, a big thing where it was just like those societal pressures. You got right. to navigate that and be like, no, I don't want it. And it, you, I don't know why you would feel bad because I said no. Yeah, that is, that is weird. And, you know, maybe it goes back to what you were talking about earlier with, you know, grandma to where it's almost parallel. If I say no to eating, then there would be some type of negative reprimand, which now it still seems like it is. But now that you're grown, you can say, oh, I can just remove myself from here versus like, right. I can't really remove myself from grandma's table. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. that's going to be some repercussions. So right. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And yeah, we're going to have to talk more <laughs> later about just that, you know, societal pressures about that. Because like I've gone through that and I know plenty of people have gone through that but it's never it's rarely societal pressure like if you're heavy or when you are close to 400 pounds you know nobody was trying to not give you food nope. you know what I mean and it's uh, I don't know you know sometimes I have my tinfoil koofy hat on and I just go far out you know because it's you have to think about protecting yourself yeah. you know like Floyd said protect yourself at all times you have to protect yourself and you kind of got to assume you have to assume you know, you don't know if somebody's jealous of you. You don't, you really don't know how they feel, even though you do not want to always go there, but you have to at least entertain it to protect yourself, to right. know how to navigate and, you know, just, hey, you know, it's my body, my choice. I don't have to do what you're suggesting for me to do. You know, plain and simple, plain and simple. Let everybody know where they can find you at as far as on social media, websites, um, so they can follow your inspirational fitness journey. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at heavy.she, H-E-A-V-Y dot S-H-E. Yes, H-E-A-V-Y dot S-H-E um, on Instagram. And I'm kind of documenting my journey there where I show some of the meals that I make um, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, and kind of just my struggles and my victories too. So yeah, if you're looking for motivation, inspiration, come follow me. You heard it here first, and I will have all of her information in the description box. And I hope you found inspiration in today's episode. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. The show is sponsored by my new e-cookbook, What to Meal Prep for Beginners at SuccessFitnessStore.com. It includes three recipes for one high-protein meal under 600 calories, step-by-step written instructions, video tutorials, and a free workout ebook. So get your copy 
get your copy today. <laughs> Don't die. Get your copy today at successfitnessstore.com and share this podcast with your loved one who's looking for inspiration on their fitness journey. So help me reach more people like your loved ones when you donate to my cash app handle, dollar sign, Christian J. Evan. And also please join my Facebook group, Success Fitness Family. The link will be in the description box. So thank you for listening to the Success Fitness Podcast. And until the next episode, Success Fitness is the mindset. And remember, success is golden. Hashtag more weight. Peace out.